Welcome to Cool Explorations. I am your host, Tony Peters. Today we are going to have on singer-songwriter Brooke Robertson. She's going to be talking about her song, Taking My Voice Back, and the story behind that song, as well as her testimony, Ephesians 4.32, and that is, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. And that really ties in well with her testimony. I hope that you enjoy part one of this conversation. Welcome to Cool Explorations. I am your host, Tony Peters. We are talking to Brooke Robertson today, and uh, we're going to talk about her song, Taking My Voice Back. Uh, and I've already read Ephesians 4.32. We'll discuss that uh, verse as well as many other verses here. Why don't you start by introducing yourself, uh, telling us a little bit about what you do. Hey, Tony. Thank you for having me. Um, I So my name is Brooke Robertson. I live in southeast Louisiana, small town country girl. And um, I mean, I grew up just in a Christian home across the field from my grandma, like just big old piece of property and um, small little church. Grew up going there, youth group, and um, kind of got started in the youth band when I was maybe around 12, 11 or 12 years old. And um, just kind of grew into singing and then joined the worship band when I was older. And um kind of that snowballed, you know, growing up. And um, it's kind of like short, my short version, you know, I could talk on and on about my life, but uh, that's kind of how I got into the, the singing, I guess. I never thought I would be doing it professionally, but it started when I was a kid. And now here I am talking to you and I'm about to share my testimony with you through music and I'm excited about it. So. Yeah, I think that's, that's uh key that you know we all take our following and our gifts that mm-hmm. god has given us and we use those gifts because that that is very very important uh and we all have our gifts that we're given uh, and you do have a beautiful voice uh oh, thank one, you uh one of my favorite singers now it, it's definitely uh it's definitely great um i was very happy when uh your music was sent to me i was like this is this is great it's powerful thank Let's, you talk about your testimony here uh, and I'll read Ephesians 4:32 which is one that you said tied in there uh, and that is be kind to one another tender-hearted forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you so if you want to tell us your testimony and why that verse is important to you as it ties into your testimony yeah so so whenever I was around 10 years old I was sexually abused and I'm just going to dive on in um I was sexually abused at a very young age and I carried like shame for so long. And I felt dirty. I felt alone. I felt scared. And like, as a little kid, how do you process that? Right? Like, how do you really process what happened? And like, for me, it was something that I was stuck in for a while. And so like, I would blame myself. How do I get out of it? Should I tell somebody? And like, you've got all these emotions and questions and things running through your head, and you don't really know where to go and how to deal with it. And so for me as a kid, it was safer for me to just be quiet about it. And I just, and a lot of people do this where they don't talk about it. And um, so for 15 years, I was silent and I became numb to what happened. I promised myself that I would never talk about this. Like I always said, I would go to the grave with this story. And um, I didn't want to tell anybody. And so fast forward 15 years later, I found myself as a Christian artist you know, kind of going back to my upbringing, like singing in the church, never thought I would have done it professionally, but God knew 
that I had a story I was going to eventually tell, but he planted that in, in me when I was in a youth band. Like, how cool is that looking back? But God had placed people in my life that had shared their story with me, like pastors and just pastors' wives, just random people who would share their story that were very similar. And I remember like it was one Christmas event and this pastor was sharing her story. And I'm like, how can you share it so boldly like that? Like, how are you so brave? How do you, how do you get there? You know, it just kind of sparked something in me like she's free. How do I, how do I get that? And um, I kind of stood on that for years. Like I, I still had kept it quiet for a while. And then 15 years later, I, you know, from the time that I was abused 15 years later, here I am as a Christian artist praying for songs to write about. Like I had just gotten off my first ever nationwide tour. I signed. So in 2016, um, my manager reached out. I signed to a record label, I think in 2018, went on a nationwide tour and like I had to write a record. So like all these things God had figured out before. And like at the time, I just felt like I was a hot mess. And so I remember praying like, God, what? if this is really where you have me is the Christian industry. Cause for me, I didn't feel good enough at the time. I felt like there were other people out there that could sing better than me and play guitar better than me. Why me? Like, why am I here doing this? And I prayed and I prayed. I said, God, if this is truly where you want me, then like, what are songs that people need? And I prayed, I prayed and prayed about that. And one night specifically, I can remember my story surfacing and I just felt God say, it's time to write a song. And I knew what that meant because it didn't mean I just could go write a song. It meant that I had to actually like tell people. And that terrified me because I had this platform at the time where it would go like go out to the whole world. And I had to tell my friends and family, but the whole world. And I'm like, there's absolutely no way. But honestly, the hardest part was telling my family. Like that was just the hardest for me. And so I said, God, like, I understand people are hurting and I understand that this is something that you want me to do, but like, I need clarity. I need to know that this is the right thing. And we don't always get the clarity that we, we want. Like sometimes we want this big arrow pointing in the direction that we should go. But also sometimes it's like, it's a nudge and he just needs us to be willing to move forward and step forward, even if it makes us uncomfortable. And um, he can see the other side, even when we always can't. So, I was like, God, I trust you, but I still feel like so uneasy. And I was like, I just need some kind of direction. And I felt like I needed to reach out to my abuser. And I did. I reached out and I was just like, this is where I'm at in life. And I want you to know that I forgive you for what happened. And God forgives you and loves you. And it was that moment that. God knew I needed, and he had that figured out when I was 10 years old that I was going to get to this place and I had to grow into it. It was going to be a process and a journey of healing for me, but I was going to get to this place where I could fully forgive and walk out the calling that he had placed in my life through music and ministry. And it's not just music for me. It's definitely ministry first. And God has made that very clear. And and so being able to do that, just it lifted this weight off of my shoulders. I didn't realize I was carrying for so long. And I went up and I wrote this song, shared the story with the songwriters. I was still a mess. I didn't know how to share it. Like I had never told my story before. How do you tell it without feelings coming up, you know? And so 
it was just a beautiful song we wrote called Taking My Voice Back. And what it means for me is like the enemy kept me silent for so long because he knows the power in our testimony. He knows the power in forgiveness and he knows the power in our voice when we speak it out. And he wants nothing more than to keep us silent and prevent us, prevent us from sharing our story. And I've had people, you know, along this journey of a few years sharing my story and how, Brooke, how can you forgive somebody who hurt you? How can, how can you do that? And I'm like, you know, it was hard for me to answer that question for a while. Cause I'm like, it's, it's hard for me to explain because I knew that I just needed to, but that's when Ephesians 4.32 comes up, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ God forgave you. And I had this vision on the, like Jesus on the cross and he was being beaten to death by his own people. And he looked down and he said, father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. And I'm like, Jesus forgave people who were killing him, then I should forgive people who hurt me here because unforgiveness, like you don't realize how bitter it can make you feel and how distracting it can, it can distract you from what like God has this, this thing in front of you he wants you to do, but all you can focus on is the hurt and pain and the bitterness. And like, I don't, I didn't want to stay there. I knew there was hope. And um, it kind of brings me to like, my heart behind this song is is bringing light to the freedom side and not the victim side because I feel like there's a lot of movements and things out there that they've brought light to sexual abuse and people talk about it more than they ever have and I think that's incredible but I also think that it puts a lot of highlight on being a victim and my heart is I want people to know even though this this hurt you and it wasn't fair, that there's a whole nother side of freedom for you that God has available. And he wants to turn this thing that the enemy wanted to use to destroy you. He wants to turn it for good. But we have to be willing to let him and to let it go and to see that side of it, like in his heart in it. And even though it wasn't fair, just like Jesus, like his death was not fair, but it was for purpose. And what I went through wasn't fair, but God wanted to use it for good and for his purpose. And so that's my heart behind this whole song. And I just pray that whoever's listening can find that freedom as well through forgiveness. And it's a process like finding people to talk to and sharing, sharing it with one person, just one person that you trust sometimes helps the most. So thank you for letting me share that. Yeah. It's an important story to hear for my, my own self, even because I've, I was sexually abused twice uh, growing up, so it was it was definitely a, a very traumatic experience both times. Uh, and you do you carry that shame, you carry that baggage with you for so long. And Christ had to bring me to a point as well where it was like I had to move on, I had to share it, I had to admit, yes, this happened. Uh, and like you say, it was a terrible thing. I needed help. I had to admit I needed help. And I went and I saw counselors um, with my wife's encouragement. And they really brought home, they, thankfully they were Christian counselors and they were like, yeah, you need to forgive because if you're carrying this and you're harboring that bitterness towards them, you're hurting yourself mm-hmm. more than you're hurting them. Yeah. Like, you can't heal if you do not forgive them and so that was that was the point I had to get to where it's like okay I do forgive them I didn't reach out to either of them but uh, and I 
applaud you for doing so because I think that that took that took a lot of uh, a lot of strength and courage and uh, I'm very thankful that Jesus was with you and the Holy Spirit moved you in that way um, because I think that that is is very very important. Uh, what was that experience like for you and how did the the person react? And I'm just going to read two verses that kind of tie in with with that forgiveness question. Uh, so one is Mark eleven twenty five, where it says, and whenever you stand praying, forgive if you have anything against anyone so that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. So basically we have sinned as well. So we were forgiven. As you say, Jesus died on the cross for us. We need to have that same attitude of forgiveness and the heart of forgiveness as hard as it is. Uh, and the other is Matthew six fifteen, where it says, but if you do not forgive other others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Um, and that's, again, just reminding people about the forgiveness aspect mm-hmm. of our everyday lives. So how did he react when you confronted your abuser? And what was that like for you personally? Yeah, so I want to start before I answer that question, just to kind of bring clarity, like, Forgiveness doesn't excuse the wrong done. I think people get that so confused because they're like, I can't forgive. That was, they hurt me. Yes. And forgiving is not for that person. It's for you. It's between you and God. And when you fully forgive, you don't need them to admit that it was wrong. Like, you know, and you forgive and you just, you move on and you live in freedom. And there's something beautiful about that. And it's easier said than done, but it is possible with Jesus. And so whenever I reached out for the first time, and I say for the first time, because I'll, I'll add, um, this person was receiving and apologized. And we had a very long conversation. I was actually able to share Jesus with this person to know that this person didn't have a relationship with the Lord. And, um, that right there was like, okay, that's why I had to call. Not everyone has to call their abuser. <laughs> I always make that clear. Like for me personally, that's what I felt like I needed to do. And I think that was the Lord teaching me ministry and like what my ministry was going to look like and talking to people and sharing what forgiveness looked like for me so that they could walk out their forgiveness journey. Like, I think that's why I had to reach out to my abuser. Um, but that's not for everybody. But when I did that, when I reached out, shared Jesus with this person, they apologized. Fast forward. I mean, this was like months and months and months later. Um, um, like probably a month before the record release, everything was set to go. It was in the pipe for Spotify, Apple Music, all the things to go out to the world. And this person reached back out and didn't want to call it abuse. And those feelings started to come back. Like, am I doing the right thing? Um, I started doubting. I started feeling all these things again. And I had people in my life that kept me aligned. And also God stopped me and said, Brooke, this is exactly what the enemy wants. Still keep you silent. Don't let that stop you. I want you to keep moving forward. And it's almost like God knew this was obviously God knew it was going to happen, but God knew I was going to have these feelings again because it was too late. Like it was, it was out to release to the world, (laughs) you know? And so it was just that, that last test, you know? And uh, it was hard. It hurt. I remember just crying and I called my manager and I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing the right thing, like all these things. And I'm so thankful 
you know, for that experience, because I realized like, I already forgave you. I don't need you to, to say that it, it was, or it wasn't whatever you think it was. I don't need that. I just know that I forgive you and I'm okay. Like I'm okay now. And so I um, thankfully moved forward and I have seen God move. Now, let me just say the month it released, the whole world shut down. So that was another punch to the gut. <laughs> like, God, I know I didn't share my story for nothing. You know, like I had these, these feelings of like, why, you know, but God's like, just wait and see what I do. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Cause I ask God why a lot. Don't ask me why, but see what I do. And goodness, the past few years, people, I mean, when I released this record, everyone was stuck at home. They had no choice but to to listen to the song and sort through their emotions and deal with it with God. And goodness, God healed so many people just through that song. And I'm still seeing what he's doing through it. And I've also seen how much God, uh, how much the enemy has tried to stop this song from reaching people. But the people that it has reached, it's been powerful. And I am so thankful that I moved forward with it. Yeah, and the devil definitely does try to stop any anything yeah. positive from coming out. That that is um I've had that own experience, my own experiences with that where the devil's definitely like tried to stop what I've been mm-hmm. doing. And with COVID, for me, it ended up being a bit of a blessing because it came at at an interesting time because I had gone back to work from disability and I was really struggling. Um, going back to work with my disability, uh, my brain gets stress seizures and would just trigger because I have a lot of chronic pain and it would overload the pain neurons in my brain and it triggers stress seizures. So work was not helping. And then my doctor had cut my hours back down to like 15 hours, which was really hard for our family. And then yeah. shortly after that, disability is like, okay, we're going to approve your disability. And then I was able to do do this from home. And that was kind of God saying, I, this is where I want you. That wasn't where I wanted you. This yeah. is what I want you to do. And I've kind of grown in that. God has shaped me and I've been shaken so many times and he's just picked me right back up and been like, carry on. Like I, I'm here with you. Carry on. Learn from your mistake. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. And and the devil, even just this past week, I had an experience with a false prophet that I had I had interviewed, and I really did not feel comfortable with the interview. I didn't publish it, and I sent it to my missions committee, and they were just like, this doesn't sound right at all. And after that, I got heavily attacked wow. by, by devils, uh, demons, and the Holy Spirit fought. And normally when you when you have those things, the Holy Spirit's always there fighting demons off for yeah. you. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're not usually privy to those conversations. Well, I could hear the conversations and it was the most freaky experience. I, I never wanted to go through that again. Wow. And I had it a little bit again on Sunday and the Holy Spirit just I could hear it say, You have no power here you must leave. And I was praying the first one lasted two hours. And I was praying and saying Jesus Christ the whole time. Every time he said Jesus Christ, there was a hiss. And it was just like, it did not like it. And it called at first it was one. And then it, after I uttered Jesus Christ, it said, you do not know what type of demon I am. 
And then there was more demons. And then the Holy Spirit really kicked in. And it was just really hard to describe that experience. Yeah. You lace up those war boots and you go in prayer mode. Like prayer. Big time. Yes. And that was just, to me, re-solidified and made me more determined than ever that this is what I'm called to do. The devil obviously has taken notice and the Holy Spirit is like, I've got your back. Mm-hmm. I'm in your corner. And it just made me so thankful. I thank the Lord afterwards. I'm like, thank you for being in my corner, yeah, for, for being there for me, because that I, there's no p- more powerful force than having Jesus, the Holy Spirit, God in your corner, Amen. defending you. And my stepmom really hammered home a point with that. She said, demons and the Holy Spirit cannot possess the same body. So those Mm -hmm. demons can try all they want. They cannot possess your body because the Holy Spirit is there. And I'm like, thank you to my stepmom, because I said, you just really just reminded me uh, of an important lesson. And so it's like, when you say the devil's trying to stop what you're doing, it's like, yeah, the devil will try and stop what you're doing at every corner because he doesn't want the good to show from it. But like you say, God has that power. Yeah. And he will bring good from it. And I I feel that with your song, Taking My Voice Back. Uh, it's an incredible testimony song and very powerful. I'm glad that it's it's getting some attention. When I listened to it, it meant so much to me just with my own personal journey. So thank you for that song. Thank you for listening to Cool Explorations. You've just heard Brooke Robertson and I discussing the trauma that she experienced when she was a child being sexually abused uh, and how she has forgiven the person who did this and how God has really worked through that process with her of healing to bring her to the point where she can now have an effective ministry and is professionally singing to serve God and have that ministry for God. I hope that you'll tune in tomorrow to hear part two of this conversation. If you would like to reach me for any reason, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com.